Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card Is Going To Change. And before we get into this week's episode, of course we want to give a shout out to everybody that helps us bring this podcast to you for free on whichever podcast platforms you choose to listen. Thanks to uh, our wonderful new pizza sponsor, the Great Road Tavern. You may have uh, joined us there along with Tommy Rich, as we told you last week. Uh, after the AIW shows uh, last month in April. That was a fantastic time. We also had their pizza there. Uh, we'll we'll have it again, as far as we know, with the upcoming AIW events, including June 18th's major announcement. Uh, thanks to everybody who's kind of helped us in the past, Thrift Store Jobber, Sean Jaundice with Voodoo Monkey Tattoo, Pollyanna DIY, and, and of course, thanks to the merger of SmartMark, TV, Smart Mark Video, and IWTV. Uh, watching AIW has never been easier. You can go to independentwrestling.tv, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE so they know that we sent you. We get a little bit of a kickback. It's $9.99 a month. You can watch countless hours of independent wrestling from all sorts of different promotions. And, of course, if AIW is your main cup of tea, go to smartmarkvideo.com and you can purchase any AIW event that was ever recorded in its history on DVD as well as MP4. And, uh, you know, with with that, with the cordialities out of the way, I don't even know if that's a word, I think I just made it up, but uh, we, we get into this week's episode. Uh, of course, as always here, AIW owner John Thorne. Uh, my, name, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And, uh, you know, John, last week we talked... A lot about uh, wildfire. Wildfire. <laughs> we really didn't talk about. Who's the rest got that of- weed? <laughs> we didn't talk about the rest of the show, so for your, you know that's worth mentioning. But uh, you know we we did make some other announcements this week that maybe we should. Uh, Patreon. Touch- yeah, we should touch on first. I think sure. Uh, a couple of dates for AIW at the end of July. So I've been, uh, you know, now that. It appears that things are going to get as normal as possible in Ohio, uh, the way things have been rolling these past few weeks, which, you know, we've been pretty open about on this podcast. We were going to wait, you know, wait until things started kind of to trend and, you know, move in the right direction before locking all this stuff down, um, it seems, you know, things things have been happening really really quick, I would say in the last 2 weeks or so, would you say would you say? Yeah. Like uh Yeah, that's fair. You know, it went from like uh no no movement really to June 2nd like all the covid laws or rules or whatever are like kind of null and void like there everything is over um and then last week they just did, like removed the mask mandate which like i have to say like i went out uh i went out today for a little bit and it's mm-hmm. kind of weird cuz like people are just out and about with no mask like stores aren't requiring masks anymore like it's like a you know, mask recommended, uh, like there's like a whole new, like there's like all new like signage 
It's like it's like the it's like the COVID rules got new branding in Ohio. Like everyone's <laughs> got the new this new sign, you know, that says like mass recommended. Uh, so it was kind of it's kind of weird to see, honestly, you know. But uh, yeah, it, it's basically what it is. Is it's up to the businesses now in Ohio. Uh, they're still. It's so weird to say they're so they're still allowed to require masks uh, in their business, but uh, they don't have to require them, uh, especially after June second, where it's. I, right. I mean, I don't know. Like yeah, like I thought that everything was going to be in full effect until June second, and then. I guess not, you know, like, I mean, I think capacity things are still in place technically until June 2nd, but it seems like everything else is kind of done. Like, you know, like other than the mask thing, like what was the, like, I don't even remember what the other rules were because you, you know what I mean? Like, I think it was just really about the masks and the capacity things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was capacity, you know keeping the distance and, and whatnot. So, you know, if you go to bars and restaurants, it was, you had to be seated. You couldn't be walking right. around. Um, and I think, so I think that's still technically in, in place until June 2nd, but you know, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's, I mean, it seems like it's, you know, going in the right direction. Finally. If you, if you would hope the, uh, you know, a lot of this where it went, uh, crazy i say crazy that sounds negative but where things took a turn was old mikey d governor mike dewine set up ohio said okay june 2nd we're gonna do this and then literally it was like what like a day two days later joe biden's like oh cdc says uh, if you're if you're vaccinated uh, you don't necessarily have to wear a mask when you're around other people Which- and which seemed to be the what the fucking point was the whole time, right? Like I don't, yeah, yeah. you know, like get the vaccine and get back to normal, like yeah. And yeah. then they're like, okay, people got the vaccine, and then they just did, like it was just like okay, things things are still the same. But so now it seems like it's finally like okay, get the vaccine. Now if you got the vaccine, things can go back to normal for your life. Uh, but with all that said, I started really kind of looking to lock in the schedule, which is a task, you know, because so many companies were running throughout the pandemic. So they have like a full schedule and you know, if not, you know, they were, you know, and then other companies are in states where the restrictions have eased before Ohio. So they have a full schedule. So it's kind of hard to figure out where AIW fits in. You know what I mean? Because like it's now, you know, we have to try to play catch up and people have been booked already. You know, a lot of our main, you know, talents have, you know, so many bookings, like, uh, you know, there's, uh, I would say like, there's pe- like people like Matt Justice and Mance and Dom. Yeah, Dom, yeah. They're like on like, e- they're like on every fucking show. It's some week, you know, like they're booked every weekend, you know, and there's other people like Lee Moriarty and, you know, like, you know, I'm not singling anybody out or, 
you know, if you're somebody that's getting booked every week and I don't use you as an example, I'm just saying like, it's really difficult now for us to kind of get back into the groove the way that we want to, you know? Uh, so I still think, you know, with that said, you know, I, I guess I'll preface this whole portion of the, what I'm about to go over is it's still going to take quite a bit of time for AIW to get back to normal because, you know, we are playing catch up with, and you know, my cat, Mr. Whiskers is yelling in the microphone as well. Yeah. Uh, we are playing, we're playing catch up now, you know? So with that said, I have devised somewhat of a plan that people may may not like i don't know maybe they will i'm not sure uh maybe they don't give a shit about it either way but (laughs) when trying to come up with dates and uh you know we also want to taper we still no matter what we're not going like hey it's after june 2nd fucking we're opening the floodgates for capacity we're not doing that i have released more tickets to the waiting list but uh, other than that, you know, we're not we're, we're not going like we're not, like you you will not see any more public tickets on sale for June eighteenth. Uh, but what what I was gonna say is the plan that I came up with after going over the I guess or realizing the difficult situation we're in now to play catch up on our dates um, is. I think it's best for us to continue to postpone our marquee events that were scheduled for 2020 uh, and push and push them into 2022, unfortunately, because uh, we could do a gauntlet for the gold, but, you know, it's going to be a gauntlet for the gold that's missing, you know, everybody, five mark, five marquee players from the roster, you know? Yeah. And uh I think, you know, I think that we can get by this period with, you know, say okay, uh Dom can't do this date, but we still have, you know, 90% of the other uh, the rest of the roster, you know. Right. Like I think that it is manageable to I don't want to say get by because that sounds like that doesn't sound right. But I think we can still put on good kind of standalone events as we're reestablishing everything and kind of rebuilding our foundation throughout, not only, you know, throughout the independent wrestling scene, but, you know, specifically, again, in Cleveland, Ohio, because, you know, we have been off, you know, what was it, like 14 months we were off before those two shows. Uh, And, yeah, they sold out quick, but... I don't know if it was a full capacity show, how much more we would have sold than that hundred tickets, you know, like Mm -hmm. that is the, that is the great unknown. So what I think is best is we relaunch the quote unquote AIW season on black Friday at hell on earth. And then, we kind of get back into that is and you know also we don't know what is going to happen with the pandemic you know it's looking like it's you know in the rear view right now but who knows what's going to happen 
So what I'm thinking is, you know, we will pre- we will still present a schedule from now until November, uh, and we're going to put our best foot forward on those shows. But once, you know, I'm talking about really kicking in like the storylines and the marquee events, you know, Gauntlet, Jaylet, Absolution, Rap Show, all those really, you know, big marquee events that we do. I, you know, I still don't want to present them in a, you know, kind of like a half-assed manner. So I think it's best if we, you know, kind of get through, you know, the summer and then we start looking at like really ramping up AIW, you know, starting with Black Friday. Yeah. And I, I think this also gives us the opportunity to, um, reintroduce audiences to certain people or certain people have repackaged themselves and so there's a reintroduction in that way you know there's people that we were uh getting them we we're just getting them acclimated to we've brought on new people who now have this opportunity to get introduced to these audiences and they get get comfortable with everybody get established and before we kind of get into major storylines for lack of a better term and rivalries and 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 i think we'll end up seeing probably you'll answer this better than i would obviously but we'll probably see some of that take shape but maybe just not as what we're used to yeah and you know i just think it's like i just think it's better to to not try to force this stuff you know like we could very easily go you know, okay, July's Gauntlet, then uh, August is Rap Show, then, you know, September is Jaylet, and then Absolution is October, and then November would be an immediate start over to that whole cycle, you know, and I think that is just too quick, and it's not going to be fair to the audience to, to rush it, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to rush through it and then restart it all over again. You know, I just think that uh, it's better to kind of let things simmer and slowly taper up. And maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know. Like, I just don't want to rush like, okay, bang, 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 bang. And then, you know, because it's like we don't even, you know, necessarily know what we're going to do. But it's like I could go off of the 2020 plan mm-hmm. and then boom, it's done. And then boom, we have to restart the cycle again with no thought put into anything, you know? And it's yeah. just like, uh, I just think it's better this way. So give me your feedback on it if you think it sucks. Um, you know, if you're one of those people that and there's quite a few of you people that held on to your gauntlet for the gold tickets. I'm still willing to give you a refund on that. You know, uh, I just think that it's better to kind of wait and, and, and work our way to those big events again, you know, because we do, we have to, we have to reestablish AIW. We have to re you know, reestablish the talent. We have to reestablish a fan base, you know, like, and we're doing that, you know, you know, 100, 150 at a time, you know, it's going to take a while. 
Because uh, like I said, even though there's no capacity issues, uh, you know, allegedly after June 2nd, I still would like to keep keep them in place. Yes, we will allow more tickets. You know, there's more people being vaccinated. But, you know, I, I still want it to be quite a bit of time before it's, you know, you're jammed in that you're jammed in at the Odeon, you know, shoulder to shoulder with people. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's, you know, that's the right, you know, the right move at this point. You know, some people are going to disagree with that. Uh, and then <laughs> it has nothing to do with political beliefs or any of that stuff. It's about, you know, what is right for this business right now. And I think tapering up is, going to be the right move and it's you know i also don't want to rush i don't want to rush storylines i don't want to rush shows i don't want to rush you know good matches it's just i want to i want to wait and and build up to it so with all that said you know that's a long-winded way to get to i really started working on a schedule and i really started working on okay you know give me your dates, you know, talking to different promoters, like, you know, what dates do you have? What dates do you have? What dates do you have? And I got a giant calendar and I started trying to like money ball, like what are the best dates that we can run right now? And, uh, you know, then you run into the, you, you run into the problem of, okay, well, these dates look the best. But then you say, hey, Smart Work Video, I want to do this date. Well, you know, I don't have everybody's schedule on the calendar. And it's like, well, we're already booked here and here. You know, so then you got to look at another date. Then you move on to a date that another promotion's already running. You know, like you have to kind of like I started really trying to to figure out what's what's what. Uh, and I also started reaching out to, to different venues. And, you know, people have seen on social media we've put out. We're looking for, you know. Uh, to be booked for shows, you know, you can book AIW for a show. And that actually happened, you know, like shockingly, uh, you know, we got, we were booked for a show maybe in, there may be another thing like that in the works right now. But uh, so we booked July 30th. That will be at the Odeon. That was announced on Patreon. Then we were contacted by an organization the Great Lakes Geek Festival. And uh, they are bringing AIW to Ashtabula County for the first time. And the date that they wanted is July 31st. So, uh, you know, not by design, but, you know, that's that's the date that they wanted us. So, you know, we, we worked out a deal. And, you know, that will now be a double shot weekend with a show in Cleveland and a show at Ashtabula, in Ashtabula County. Uh, I think it's Jefferson, Ohio. I, I Google mapped it. It's 59 minutes from downtown Cleveland, so not that far. Well, there you go. Yeah, so uh, the important thing to note there is um, tickets aren't tickets for that are not going to be really on sale through AIW. Like, we're not controlling they're not, those. Yeah, they're, we're they're not, not setting uh, that. They're already on sale, actually. Okay. Um which I had no idea, you know, like, uh, they, uh, they sent me a message, like, you know, we worked out our deal 
And uh, all of a sudden, like, Rick Nelson was like, man, sweet, July 31st, tickets bought. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I thought that they were going to, you know, once we worked out, you know, some details, I thought they were going to say, like, okay, you know, how do you want to how do you want to roll this out? And they just they rolled it out. So, I mean, you know, they, they have they have other things besides us that they're trying to, you know, also have happen at this event. Uh, so, you know, people keep asking me questions and, you know, I don't really know that much about it, to be honest, you know, like where uh, there will be an AIW show there. It will be a full AIW show. Um, other than that, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of in the, in the same boat right now, you know, like it's, they're kind of like local promoters in a sense, you know, they've, they've booked the venue for us and they've, you know, they've worked all that stuff out. So, you know, we'll get there when we get there. So those, those are the two set, set dates. And then, you know, I started kind of working on like, let's look at it August and the September. And, uh, I, I booked a new building for black Friday, uh, which we were in discussions with last year, uh, because the Odeon always does something big on black Friday. They always have, uh, the same, concert every single year on black friday so it's never available aiw always runs black friday as well so i started looking for new venues two years ago that's how we wound up at the brook park rec center uh and that whole mess that that occurred there but so uh, you know i booked a i booked black friday at a new building and uh you know i started kind of looking at different dates and you know i i've put together a loose kind of six month schedule for AIW, uh, you know, and we're still kind of working on, can we get back to the Tadmore shrine this year? Can we maybe do some smaller weeknight shows at the Winchester? Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of kind of balls, you know, and going in different directions in different courts. And there, I, I believe, I mean, so right now everything is kind of tentative so that everybody understands. I, th- I think that we we do have a couple tentative dates in August, right? I mean, we're not going to, not to tell everybody what those dates are or anything, but, you know, just maybe be on the lookout just to give people a heads up. Yeah, so there's, so there's another festival that is in talks with us. Um, you know, there's obviously, you know, I've worked out uh, an, an Odeon tentative date and we're also in negotiations with a new location to host WrestleRager. So, you know, that would, if that happened, that would be the only kind of marquee event because WrestleRager really is a standalone event anyway. You know, there's not a lot of, um, you know, story things that really go that much into it. Um, and now people may be upset. Like, why would you go to a different place? We don't know what the situation is with now that's class. The building has been for sale for quite some time. We've heard that they've been, they've attempted to to sell the actual business at different points in the last, you know, two years. Uh, And as well, you know, that house that was, you know, very kind of, I guess, integral to the whole WrestleRager experience <laughs> we learned like was fully remodeled and sold for $500,000. So I don't think anybody who bought the, a house for $500,000 is, 
is going to be super pumped when Wrestle Rager comes to town. So yeah, we started. It's, it's looking, safe to say that uh, original window guy is no longer living in that house. Correct or second gen window guy. <laughs> uh, so you know, I I just and listen, we could be totally wrong, and uh, you know that that's on us. But I just think that uh, you know it was worth having a conversation with with different places, and there is a place that is interested. So. Uh, you know, we, we have some preliminary discussions going on with that and that would fall probably sometime in August, you know, I would think, but, uh, you know, who knows that's, but that's kind of where things are at. We do have kind of a loose tentative schedule at the Odeon, uh, you know, throughout the year, you know, which, and I think like I think I I I'm, I have them holding like four dates, four more dates or something like that. Well, so there you go, folks. There's the update. Um, I don't. So I'm going to look it up right now. I should have done that. But uh, for anybody wanting wondering about where to get tickets for this Great Lakes uh, Geek Fest, and uh, they have an, they have they have an event bright that. Um, you know, uh, they've sent out on their their official Facebook, which is Great Lakes Geek Fest on Facebook. Um, you know, they have uh, yeah. The the Eventbrite is not a. Uh, there's no like name to it. It's generic Eventbrite, and then a bunch of numbers. So, right. Uh, yeah, uh, they don't have like a like a URL or anything like that, but. Uh, and you know we're gonna we're gonna send the ticket link out because like like I said like you know this deal was like okay like we're doing it and then like boom they announce it as like you know we were like we were looking for you know we were working on our personal branding for the event you know we're gonna call, we're gonna call it something with you know so there's a title within the AW like universe of things. Uh, instead of calling it like you know Great Lakes Wrestlefest, and uh, you know we were working on all that, and it's like tickets are on sale because <laughs> you know we were gonna do, you know. So I put I also did I did put the ticket link on the AIW Patreon for people that uh, are on the AIW Patreon that had you know the link has been put up put up on there as well, and it will go out to the email list as soon as we get our you know our our our, our graphic from our graphic guy jesse the mark there you go folks so stay tuned on all of that uh but you know that's that's the update on where things are but let's go let's go backwards a little bit because there are some moments uh from our last show in april it's uh, worth worth talking about that everybody was really excited about and uh we don't have to talk about the entire show even though it was really fun and exciting but there are are certainly some highlights uh, as we've already been talking here for a while. Uh, I mean, let's let's start with a a match that people people didn't know they were excited about, uh, of course, because to kind of hit rewind, uh, if you don't remember, folks, this whole thing was again a mystery card. So uh, Jocelyn Navarro comes out, and that's pretty exciting. Uh, especially because we had fans who were kind of really clamoring to see her in singles action as we we've rolled her out uh, the couple fall shows, but she was a part of 40 Acres. She did some things. She got involved. She didn't necessarily have a match, 
Uh, people have seen her on Go For Broke, but this was the opportunity for her to have a, a singles competition, and folks were excited about that. But then to go even further comes her surprise opponent making a huge splash and return to AIW. Uh, we get AK-47, Allison K rolling in. Yeah, you know, when I was putting the cards together, you know, I was trying to think of ways for them to be different. And, um, you know, I definitely wanted to have a women's match, you know, either on both of the nights or at least one of the nights, you know, depending on how things kind of came together. And, uh, you know, I was, I, I thought that, you know, Jocelyn has been, you know, having some pretty good showings, um, you know, throughout, you know, the go for broke stuff. And, uh, I just thought, you know, let's, let's have her have a match. And, you know, I started kind of looking at, you know, the available talent, and you know, I I shot Allison Gay a text message, and you know, we worked out a we worked out a deal, and you know, that was that was really that. You know, it wasn't, you know, there's nothing, you know, there's not a lot of exciting, you know, juicy stuff to the to the whole thing. It was just really like, who do I think would would get a surprise? Who was kind of synonymous with the AEW Women's Division uh, of the past? I guess you know we'll we'll call it for now. Um, <laughs> And, you know, obviously, you know, Jocelyn is, you know, representative of, you know, the future, you know, kind of, you know, maybe even trying to resurrect that, you know, that that whole division. So uh, I just thought that that was kind of an interesting story there. You know, Allison K, you know, was, uh, you know, uh, AW Women's Champion, had some of the most iconic matches in uh, AW history, uh, you know, not not. You know, not just for, you know, women's matches, but, you know, period. Mm -hmm. uh, just had some of the most memorable matches ever. So, you know, I thought that, that she was kind of the perfect person for, you know, for that for that spot. And, you know, I put her in there with, with Jocelyn, you know, because, so, you know, Jocelyn has had, you know, she's, she's wrestled prior to coming to the AW school and, uh, you know, especially throughout, you know, this area. And I think, you know, since coming to the AW school, she really wanted to, you know, she really wants to showcase her improvements. Uh, so I wanted to put her in there with, you know, a top tier talent. Uh, there was a very memorable moment in this match, John. I don't know if you actually got to see it, but uh, it's been talked about by quite a few people. Uh, and that's when AK actually tears off Jocelyn's eyelashes. Did you, did you know about savage. this? Yeah, she's savage, you know. A lot of folks very uncomfortable with uh, watching that. It turned out <laughs> there's a lot of things Allison K has done throughout her wrestling career that has made that have, has made crowds uncomfortable, and I I think probably going forward there'll still be instances like that. Uh, you know, I I did skip over uh, one thing that's just interesting and, and fun to note. Uh, it. And people are kind of torn on what to think of this, but we had a, a new tag team debut on this show with the aggravated accountant and the bitter banker coming out in, in masks uh, to very obnoxious alarms. That is like one of those things that in wrestling is kind of like fate. Um, 
you know, I was I was working on these cards and we had had the Jollyville Fuckets prepared, like ready to to come back, and they were you know they were gonna be on one of the nights, and then you know it was well they can't do both, they can only do Friday, and then something happened and they had to pull off. I you know I didn't really specifically ask why. But, like, within 15 minutes of that, and I was just like, okay, well, it's they're not advertised. I'll figure this out. I was at work. Within 15 minutes of that, I get a text message from Lewis Linden, who I've not heard from in, in a while. And it was just like, hey, John, like, I think, you know, the captain of the ship has, you know, run its course. Uh, and then he gave me this like this written out pitch in a text message about this new, you know, this kind of repackaging. And, uh, I was just like, well, let me, let me see. And, you know, it was just like, I wasn't sure about it. You know, obviously, uh, it, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but it sounds like it could also work at the same time. And I was thinking, you know, like, and I, I was moving the cards around and moving different things around. And I just was kind of like, all right, fuck it. Like, you know, I've, you know, throughout the history of this podcast, I've, you know, discussed how underappreciated I think Lewis Linden is as a performer. Um, and, you know, regardless of how people thought about his captain of the ship push or whatever, uh, he always always delivers no matter who he's in with and he's one of those guys that can work with pretty much everybody so you know i just i went well yeah i guess so let's try it out but what i said was why don't you guys wrestle in masks you know that that was my input on the whole thing was well why don't you wrestle as masks because on go for broke you know we've been featuring these enhancement type matches so I thought that, especially with how ridiculous their names are, the bitter banker and the angry accountant. Aggra- they came aggravated out, accountant. <laughs> aggravated accountant, I'm sorry. If they came out in, you know, cheap lucha masks, people were going to take the bait that, you know, it was just going to be like a squash match. And they did. People very much... Uh did i don't know if you've seen on twitter or, or listen to their podcast but everybody anticipated for bulking season uh to be thrown a squash match here and for it to be over in a minute and a half two minutes and not only was that not the case but the nine nine to five by the way is the name of this tag team uh they, they win and then we get and then we get the big reveal and uh i think the reveal worked uh, it, <laughs> in retrospect, I wouldn't even had them cut a promo. You know, I would have um, just had them reveal and leave. And for people unaware, Jack Veraville, he was in AIW like over twelve years ago. I think. Like, I would have to do research on that or consult Wadsworth, but he was in AIW in like the real kind of growing pains years. Uh, like after like where it was like the first like two years were very you know hot and then like it turned into like a real struggle 
like Jack Verva was in AIW in those days, which I don't think many people remember that that come to the shows now. Uh, but that's just kind of a little historical fact that uh, he ran a stable called the Jack of Love, uh, which you know I'm sure you can <laughs> find find some of those matches on Smartmark Video. Uh, maybe there's even some on IWTV right now. But uh, you know Jack is a guy that's you know he's been around, um, and uh, you know he's you know he trained with Lewis Linden. Uh, so you know I, I just think you know. It's ridiculous, but it's also, you know, they're heels, but it's kind of fun and it's kind of silly. And I think it kind of fits, you know, in the kind of AIW fabric, so to, so, like, so to speak. I don't know that 9 to 5 works everywhere, but I think in the AIW kind of universe, it certainly has a chance to, to, to be something. And that's really what I like about AIW is, like, we're not married to any any sort of like rule set or type of wrestler or any of that. Like it can, you know, there's a lot of room for, for creativity there. I know that they are going to be producing some different promos and different things to kind of give, give more depth to the whole thing. Uh, and I think it's going to be one of those things to where, you know, they're heels, but I kind of feel like people are going to kind of like it. I don't know. You know, like it just, it's, uh, you know, I saw a thrift store jobber who was a Lewis Linden's number one hater. And he was just like, I think I like him now. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what it's going to be, but you know, we'll see. Uh, well, you know, there's obviously other matches on this card and, and it's a lot of fun and you guys can, look it up but for time reasons we're just kind of covering some highlights here and uh the, the biggest one we, we have to talk about it. it for many people it was arguably the match of the weekend between both shows and uh i have seen some people say that that's going to be a hard match to top for promotions all over uh in terms of 2021 but Dominic Garini comes out after having already a, a great match with Lee Moriarty uh, on Thursday night. Music hits. We're kind of people are kind of unsure about whose music this is because it's a really old throwback, and we didn't exactly get the 100% accurate one. Uh, but people are noticing there's a sellout does, does, in the crow's nest. Doesn't exist anywhere. We couldn't find it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Traxler's computer fucking fucking lost it. There, uh, there is a locker room sellout in the crow's nest. Uh, I've seen and heard some people say that they noticed that. Everybody wondering, all right, who is Dom facing? And I would say arguably the loudest reaction you will ever hear from 120 people happens as Eddie Kingston comes through the, that curtain. Yeah, I mean... So that is why I was so concerned about the whole Sabu debacle because I wanted two really big but really different surprises. And people may disagree, but I feel like if Sabu was hidden and brought into that venue the way that Eddie Kingston was, the pop for Sabu would have been would have would have been very big. I'm not going to say it's going to rival. It would have rivaled the Kingston one. I knew Kingston was the story of the weekend, but 
I wanted there to be something on Friday, you know, for those people or on Thursday for those people that didn't come on Friday, you know what I mean? And, uh, <coughs> it was just, I don't I'd like, I'm trying to think of how it went, but, uh, I just randomly, I just like, I was kicking around different ideas and, you know, one point, you know, there, like there were some, I'm actually, you know what? I'm not going to reveal the, the, at one point, cause they, at one point are probably going to happen. So, uh, <laughs> there were some ridiculous ideas going, going around mm-hmm. and, you know, like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go to the, to the, uh, I don't know, like the. I don't want to call it the favor well, but kind of the favor well, you know what I mean? To where I don't want to have to rely on, I don't want to have to rely on the people that have gone on to great success, you know, to come and kind of give AIW like a charity or something like that, you know? Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I think, I want to say that maybe like I put an Instagram story up or something and Kingston replied to it and I just replied like, Hey, what are you doing on this day? And I kind of, it kind of start, it kind of started from there, you know, like it was just kind of like a very real organic thing to where it was just like, He was, um, I, th- I think that he, well, I mean, yeah, I know like, that I, he was, he was sharing our ticket links. You know, we hadn't announced any lineups, obviously, yeah, but he, yeah, he was he, putting he, out there. He always like, does that. Right. You know, there, right. there are, there are people that do that. Like Shana does that still. Like there yeah. are certain people that will always retweet our stuff. And he was just saying, Hey, go support my guys at AIW. Right. And you know, it was like, just something simple like that. Yeah. But like it happened, like it it, I, it happened on Instagram. Like mm. that's legit. It was just like, hey, what are you doing on April thirtieth? And I could have asked him, what are you doing both days? But I didn't want to because I wanted it to be one day and make it to make it more special. And there are people that disagree with that heavily disagree with my decision to not advertise, uh, especially this. Or not send them out there for a promo and then say, tune in in an hour. But I think that providing moments like this builds so much more equity than getting, you know, getting more people talking on on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know, getting more views for that night. I wanted those 120 people to fucking have a great memory because if they have a great memory, they're going to come to the show that's might not be that great, you know, or might not have that kind of like the high caliber talent, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, like, cause there are people that are like, Oh, who's on the show? Oh, I'm not going, you know what I mean? But sure. If we can give those 120 an unforgettable moment, maybe they're always going to fucking come. That's my mindset. 
Well, and there's no way to prove it. There's no way to prove that. But like to me, as a wrestling fan, the most exciting things, you know, when I was a teenager, is like watching an ECW pay per view and like there's a big surprise, or watching Raw or watching the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Like those are the most exciting things for wrestling fans. I feel. And yeah, I could have advertised it, and it could have resulted in more money. But, I mean, that's for a day. You know, I want more. I want support forever. You know, so it's just like, what's the trade-off there? Do I do I try to make money right then and there, or do I try to build equity with the fans and trust with the fans? And hope that they're going to be there for AIW when the chips might might be down, you know? Because, let's be honest, like, if you look at the climate and the type of money being thrown around for contracts, it's inevitable that we're going we're gonna to go through some growing pains in the near future, you know? So, I felt like, let's try to build some equity with those 120 people. And hope it and and hope it goes far. But like I said, it was like a hey, what are you doing on April thirtieth? And we go back and forth. We go back and forth. Well, actually, I go. Well, so what's the taping schedule? Because AEW has been like live tape off the following week, and it just so happened that we were on. One of those off weeks. And, uh, you know, I just went from there and it was just like, hey, uh, I don't really know. You know, I haven't really done any. Um, you have to ask, you have to ask the office. So I said, okay, well, who do I ask? And I, I contacted contacted AEW talent relations and I mean props to them because literally I, I sent that email like at like 10 p.m. on a Saturday night I got a reply in two minutes and it was just like uh, yes he can do it uh, please follow this 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 and this protocol uh, they kind of laid out like rules for us and uh, you know I said no problem I have no problem you know it wasn't like they were asking for the, the world it was very reasonable like hey we just want to make sure that you know our guys are, you know our guy is going to a, you know a safe environment and you know we're abiding by COVID restrictions and things like that and you know, there were a couple other terms involved, and I said, yeah, no problem. They said, okay, you know, we'll mark it down. He's good to go. And I took a screenshot of that, and I sent it to Kingston, and he said, okay, I'm in. Uh, fly me in Friday. I'll go home on Sunday. I'll spend I'll spend the day with you. I'll spend the day in Cleveland, you know, and then I'll go home on Sunday. And, uh, you know, that was, that was really it. Uh, but I knew without a shadow of a doubt that, that the if nobody saw him they were going to lose their fucking minds and mm-hmm. 
I I was pissed. <laughs> like I was pissed because while I appreciate there were fans fucking in line at two PM <laughs> on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. And when I was walking in on on I I, th- I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Don't you guys want to be surprised? Like get the fuck out of here. Like, come on. Like like <laughs> And I, I mean, I didn't say it in a mean way, but it was just like fucking like, you know, it was one of those like, come on, you know, like, get out of here. Like, I'm working on something so cool. Was it a, you know, oh, come that on. you guys. Right. It was like a fucking Brian Carson. Oh, come on. And fucking go for broke. You know, I was like, come on, like, go fucking go take a walk. Come back. You know, like tickets are already bought. You know, like you're, it's assigned seating. You don't have to be in line. And, uh, you know, so it was just like one of those things like, come on, like, just Please give me this like no spoiler, no leak, uh, organic feeling. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you were kind of involved in the sneaking him in part. So yeah. I guess I'll let you talk to that. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we rolled up and, uh, of course, you know, I don't even remember what time he got in, but we were, yeah, we got in at like one o'clock. Yeah, that's yeah. It was like yeah, like one thirty, two o'clock or something like that. And uh, you know, we grabbed something to eat real quick, and uh, we we did drive through action because I didn't know who was going to be off for the day. Wanting Eddie Kingston's a big fan of my friends, but I said we can't go to my friends because I don't know if AIW fans are going to be there. That's going to ruin it. Uh, you know, but we have Manser with us too, and so. Uh, we get back to the house, drop his stuff off. Uh, we roll, and I roll in. I've got Mance, Eddie, Levi, and Braden Lee was with them. So the upside here is because you reach out and say, "Hey, there are a bunch of fans here." Just so you know, we've already got all of these other guys in the car. Some of you know that they've seen the night before. So there's potentially a way if we just get a lot of people outside. And this whole group goes towards the door. They're not going to necessarily see Eddie. They're just going to see a couple of them like, ah, it's the guys we saw last night. Okay, no big deal. There are also plans for him to put stuff over his head to cover himself going in. Uh, But I message whoever and say, you know, look, one of the the student group chats, I think. And I'm going in the student groups like, get out there and make a fucking human wall. wall. (laughs) Make a human wall. But uh, I, I roll up and... And there's like if you've if you've paid attention to the Odeon, there is like next to it is kind of like a garage door, and there's like a little bit of a driveway. So I just rolled up and parked right on the sidewalk and pulled literally right up to the Odeon door. Thankfully, there were no fans actually around that we saw, so we opened it. We opened up the door, grabbed his bag real quick, and he was into the Odeon. And then I got annoyed with him because he's standing near the doorway when we are there. And the one thing about oh, yeah. Eddie, like when when like when we're when we are right, like we're like fifteen minutes away from opening doors, and he's like, "Hey, hey brother, hey brother, what's, what's up? going on, Pedro? What's up, brother?" 
and like he's like right at the door. I was like, Eddie, get the fuck out of here. Like, go upstairs. Like, get out of here. Like, it's not just him being seen, but there's that undeniable yelling. voice. Yes, and he's yeah. so loud. And like, dude, shut the fuck up. I was having flashbacks to when, when you were at the hospital when we had the Godfather, and I had to go out to the Godfather and be like, hey, man, you're giving away the meet and greet here in the parking lot. <laughs> get your ass inside. Like, yeah, so I was like, I was like, Eddie, come on, man, get the fuck out, go upstairs, get out. Oh, 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 his, oh, sorry. His argument is, why can't I just be? Nobody knows I'm here to wrestle. I could just be here hanging out with with you, Steve. I'm just here to go to the draft with you this weekend. I'm just hanging out. I'm like, okay, but it would still be a fucking surprise that you're here even just to hang out for the draft. So fucking go upstairs and be not seen. Yeah, so I was like, I was having anxiety after he was in the building because he kept walking back and forth in front of that door. And I'm like, get the fuck in the back. Come on. Everyone's going to be back there that you want to see. Just go back there right now. Yeah. I uh, I will say that standing in the ring, I made a self-conscious effort to just have a stone-cold face uh, before the music hits and comes out, because uh, obviously my relationship with him is <laughs> well documented, and I, I I will say I will say that the not custom music, yeah, the build up made it seem so much more ominous, and it almost added to it, you know. So yeah, I guess Traxler made a good mistake there, but uh, he had it, and he's like, okay, I found it, and then like. It was a like a his like laptop wouldn't connect to the fucking Odeon Wi-Fi and like he couldn't get it to download like oh, and then you know he got it and it was like a corrupted file or something you know what I mean to where it was like it wasn't the actual MP3 file mm. and I was just like okay just uh, I think it's like Blueprint two or something yeah I was like just go with this. And just let it play. And, you know, this is going to be the easiest. So he did. And, you know, there's that long buildup. And everyone is just like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like, I don't and know. We got, the, we got the fog machine going. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, what kind of juice did you have in the fog machine? What, what, kind, uh, what kind of juice did we have? To, it, it was uh, extended, it was like extended a, fog juice. It was, like, it was not. It was just like a lighter haze so that it would. That's dissipate. a whole other. That's a whole. That's a whole other podcast about Go For Broke production. Steve Guy fucking presenting a fucking spreadsheet of the different types of fog juice that we can fucking implement into the presentation. Uh, But uh, I watched it from the balcony. And I know it sounds cheesy and I know it sounds corny. But I legit got goosebumps when he walked through the curtain and the place realized it and went nuts. Like, that was everything that I was looking for all weekend. That was, like, I mean, that was the fucking epitome of please give me this every single weekend. Like, this is what we've all been missing for the last 14 months, you know, was a fucking loud and wild AIW crowd. And while they were reactionary and happy to be there Thursday and Friday, that was like, holy shit, like, we fucking are alive again. You know what I mean? Like, that was like, yeah, 
here we go. You know, this is the fucking, you know, like, it's real. It's it's fucking real again. Like, AIW is back. And people fucking went nuts. And it was just like, this is what it is all about. Like, this is what I wanted. 80% of my ideas never fucking play the way that they're intended to or they get fucked up or you know what I mean? Like that was the perfect fucking finally like, yes. And, uh, I legit got goosebumps and that has, I don't think ever happened at an AIW show to where I felt like that genuine emotion like that from the crowd. And there's so much that went into it too. Like as you've talked about, but also, you know, Eddie gets signed during the pandemic. And so it's suddenly, I think, uh, this thought comes over all of our AIW fans while everybody's very excited for him. There's the notion that, man... They're never going to see him again in yeah. that environment. And and we didn't get a goodbye, right? Like, we didn't get a proper AIW send-off, which one of the coolest things was AIW fans love to welcome everybody back. You get the welcome back chance, and Eddie gets the welcome home. And I was like, man, that's, that's what it's about. That's so cool, and... Uh, even Dom was fired up in the ring. <laughs> well, cause yeah, the fucking, uh, stupid ass cock cutter guy was fucking talking shit. And Dom knows that this is the moment of the weekend. Yeah. And this guy is always fucking going into business for himself and the crowd and trying to fucking get pops and shit. And Dom loses his mind cause he knows that this is the whole two days that is, and that's no disrespect to the fucking main event after them. But this was what was fucking going to put AIW back on the map again. And Dom is losing his mind, saying, shut the fuck up. I thought Dom was legit going to go into the crowd and fucking put that guy out. Because Dom was losing his mind because he was like, do not fucking take away from what is about to happen. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was every... They could have had the worst match ever, which they didn't, but they could have. No, yeah, they didn't at all. And, like, people would have loved it, you know, and they, you know, they made people so much more excited for the main event. Like, it was just the perfect fucking, the perfect fucking storm. Um, can we, can we pull back the curtain on this main event now real quick, now that we've talked about Eddie? Uh, everybody knows, obviously, Eddie Kingston blew the main event. Here's how it was supposed to go down. I get pulled to the back, and I'm talking to, I think, to you and to Justice, and the whole thing is, let's not just make, the, Let's not say it's the main event. Let's just let, go to the, yeah. the, the next match is. Next match, music hits. Let's not say that this is going to be a title match. Let's not do anything. Let's just, here we go. Next match, boom. Somebody, you know, Justice comes out first. Okay, well, who could he be wrestling? Because Steve didn't say it's a title match. Steve didn't say it's the main event. He could be wrestling anybody. And then everybody gets excited that, oh, shit, we're getting Bishop of Justice one more time here in the Odeon. And, uh, yeah, leave it to Eddie Kingston. You guys got a great main event? It's fucking these two <laughs> maniacs. Yeah, and everyone just kind of went. Because it was like one of those on-the-fly things where Justice is like, let's just fucking say it's not the main event. So people think the show is just going to keep going and getting crazier. And then Kingston gets the money. He's like, the main event's coming up next. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
we went through all this shit like we're on the radio like steve get back here we're making the switch like we're fucking switching the order of the music we're fucking telling the lighting guy we're telling this fucking tracklers got to rearrange his fucking playlist we're doing all this shit and then kicks we got a great main event coming out right now we're like oh fuck okay (laughs) but uh, yeah i mean that was that was funny it was uh it was still it doesn't matter how much time uh, has passed. It's still Eddie Kingston being Eddie Kingston, Eddie being Eddie, right there. And just yeah, you, we're so happy to see him. And there was that great loving moment. And then he still does that, and you're still like, come on, man, what the fuck? Uh, but yeah, awesome way to to cap it all off. And then uh, I guess the only other thing to say is outside of that, we of course uh, Eddie Eddie stays with me still when he's here and. Uh, we decided to make a day of it on Saturday, hanging out, doing stuff. And we said, John Thorne, come meet us for dinner at the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, and, he got recognized and it was so funny. You know, the, the crazy thing is, this is his first time really outside of Florida since he's been signed. Because it was all during the pandemic. He hasn't gone <laughs> anywhere. He hasn't done anything. So this is that his first so show. That was so, like, and he was so, you could tell he was so uncomfortable by it. He turned it. red, man. Because this guy comes up, he's like, do you watch wrestling? And we're all like, wow, where is <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> and uh, he's like, you are the spitting image of this guy, Eddie Kingston, that's in uh, all elite wrestling. <laughs> Kingston's like, oh, cool. I never heard of it. <laughs> and then, like. The guy's like, I got to get a picture of this guy because he looks just like you. And then he's like, it is me. And the guy's like, oh, my God. Or like full like, oh, my God. Eddie Kingston is eating in the Parma Outback. I cannot believe this. Like change this guy's fucking life for the day. It's it. Yeah. It's like, do you live up here? And like, do you live and in like, Parma? It was just, like, no. No. And then, like, you know, we're all sitting there, and it's just, like, so uncomfortable for us, because it's just, like, I guess he's famous now, you know? Like, I guess he's a famous guy now. You know, he is on fucking the number one show on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Uh, he did main event of fucking pay-per-view, I'm it, pretty sure, right? Like, he the, did. that yes, was the he main did. event. Yeah. It was, yeah. And it was, I mean... it. It, you're right. It was so it was weird. so fun. It was so funny though. So it was. fucking funny. But it was it was really cool. I mean, like for me, it, it, that's become one of my one of my best friends. And to it's it's another level of excitement because there's a guy who has worked his ass off and has tried to get to that level for so many years. And man, here he, here it is, dude. Here's yeah, the level I, I you actually, wanted to get to. I actually thought about it, and Eddie Kingston's first booking in aw was in 2007 wow that's that's crazy you know like that was the first his first booking was in 2007 so i mean he's been kind of in and out of aw for a long 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 time uh and from there we went to the bar party (laughs) parker pierce works at and he got a, he gave an equal an equal reaction <laughs> to the wait to the waiter at Outback. He's like, "Holy shit!" Eddie Kingston came to my bar. It just announces it, shouts it, and then to he's the like, "Whole bar!" He's like, "You know, all the wrestling that's Eddie Kingston." What and, you know, like they know each other, but he couldn't believe that if Eddie Kingston's in town, you know, we were just like, "Oh, you know, what's a what's a bar that we could go to?" and 
you know, he's always bartending on Saturday. So we just like went in there cause it's in Parma and we were at, we were eating in Parma. Yeah. So we're like, let's just go here. And he's like, holy shit. Eddie Kingston. You guys watch AEW? It's Eddie <laughs> Kingston. He's in here. It's like, holy shit. He's calling people, you know, like Eddie Kingston is in the fucking, is in the bar tonight. And uh, he, he's been on shows with Eddie at AIW. Yeah, no, they know, they thing. know each other, but yeah. he was like, yeah. holy shit. He came to <laughs> fucking my bar. Uh, it was, uh, it was good. That was a, that was a really fun day as, as exciting as Friday night was all of those little things to Saturday, like almost rivaled it, at least for us personally, I think. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> uh, but you know, that was it. That, that wrapped that, that long, what ended up being a long weekend. Uh, but it was cool. It was a lot of fun. We're so happy that all of you came out. And, and now we look forward to everything else. June 18th, you already know it's sold out. We're going to be streaming it, though. And uh, we will be, yeah, we're, we're going to be, uh, I'm pretty sure we're streaming it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, I, that's another thing I have to get kind of organized with what's going on with all that stuff with IWTV. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that's going to stream live. I'll get confirmation on that. Uh, we'll be at Toy Hi-O. Uh, then the following day, following day yeah. uh, you know, with the, with, if you can't get tickets to AIW and you still want to meet Matt Cardona and Brian Myers and smart Mark Sterling. And, you know, well, you know, you've probably met Swaggle at this point if you come to AIW, but <laughs> they, they will all be at, uh, toy Ohio in Girard, Ohio. And that, at, that place is gigantic. So like they are nowhere near capacity you know like well there's no capacity issues anymore anyway but uh it's only five dollars to get into that so if you want to meet those guys uh they will be at toy hio i'm pretty sure until two o'clock i believe so i think it's from nine to two p.m so get out there get out there early because um, we're not releasing any more tickets to the aw show i would love to i would love to make a little extra money but uh, I just don't, I just don't think it's, uh, it's right for us to do it just yet, but, uh, make sure you get out to Toy Ohio on June 19th. And then, uh, you know, from there we have, like I said, July 30th, we will be back at the Odeon July 31st. Uh, look for that ticket link coming to the email list probably sometime this week. Uh, we will be in Jefferson, Ohio. And then from there, you know, we're, we'll be announcing dates soon. You know, all things considered, everything stays on track like it is right now. You could be looking at uh, AIW on a regular basis once again. And uh, like I talked about earlier, I believe we will kick off the official, you know, road to redemption, so, so to speak, for AIW uh, at, at Black Friday. And kind of, you know, hopefully that will be our, you know, final stamp on things are back to normal. There you go. There you have it, folks. So, uh, of course, if you don't already, follow on social media, at AI Wrestling everywhere. And that being said, for AIW owner John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy. We will talk to you next time. Uh, I don't want to say next week. Whatever. We'll talk to you next time. Maybe not next. Week. It's a hol- it's a holiday weekend. Maybe not next week. Yeah. Maybe maybe the week after next. How about that? That that for sure will happen. Week after next.
We'll, no guarantees for next week. We'll talk to you next time right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Week after next. <laughs>